Sasha. Hey, Courtney. Why did the snowman rummage through all the carrots? I don't know why. Because he was picking his nose. Oh. Ew. <laughs> it's spoop hour. <laughs> jingling noise in the distance could it be that it's almost christmas time christmas time christmas time a decidedly not spoopy part of the year i mean <laughs> it's mostly merry and jolly but fun fact there is a lot of spoopiness to this time of the year and we're gonna get into it on today's episode a very special christmas episode coming to you about a week early because the holidays are falling kind of weird this year. Yeah, we talked about it, and I was like, we could either release the day after Christmas or do, like, six days before, and we figured it would be better so you would be better prepared for Christmas, because mm-hmm. some of these things will eat you if you don't do the thing that they require, and so we're just looking out for you. We just want to warn you before you hit Christmas. We just love you so much that we don't want you to get a rotten potato in your shoe. We don't want you to get <laughs> eaten by a cat or a witch or really anything this Christmas. We want you, even if you don't celebrate Christmas, we don't want you to get eaten. We just, yeah, we don't want anything, like, go- coming after you. No. That's just, no, we're looking bad. out for you. Yeah, so you're welcome. Yeah. Basically. Merry Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas, oh, no. assholes. I'm so sorry <laughs> oh, that escalated God. so quickly. <laughs> that escalated so quickly. <laughs> I've been watching too much America's Next Top Model. Everything goes from zero to, I hate you, you fucking bitch, in like two seconds. It's Good old America's Next Top Model. I did learn today, because I'm watching Cycle 10. They do a like meat photo shoot where they're wearing accessories and stuff that are made out of meat. So like Lady Gaga. Pen. Except it was two years before Lady Gaga did the meat <gasps> dress. Yeah, my mind was blown, because I was talking about it with our other roommate, and she was like, was this before or after Gaga's meat dress? And I was like, you know, I don't know. I think it was a little before, but I'm not sure. Tyra is ahead of her time, but also, meat accessories are just too much for me. One girl was in, like, meat undies. It was a big yikes. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah, that dead air was necessary because, yeah. yikes. We um, hope you don't get meat underwear for whatever holiday you celebrate I mean, or don't celebrate. I mean, there's a thing, there is edible panties, so that could there, be like beef jerky edible panties. Except it was raw meat. Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> enjoy <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> soup. Superstar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I stopped before I said star. <laughs> I really like just Jesus Christ, Christ soup. soup. All right, cool. Yeah, Jesus Christ soup. Merry Christmas, y'all. Happy Hanukkah. Oh, Happy yeah. Kwanzaa. Eid Mubarak. I don't think we're no, near an Eid. We're not near an Eid um, right now. But that's the closest Islam holiday is to it? Christmas. Yeah, okay. Eid, Eid is, it's essentially Christmas. So, 
Speaking of getting people meat undies for Christmas, Sasha, do you want to open the meat undies I got you for Christmas? Oh my god. I wasn't yes. sure of your size, so I got you two different pairs. Would you like to open up these meat undies that I got for you? <gasps> oh my god! It's Gift of the Magi! Podcasts are not a visual medium, so you're going to have to imagine us opening these Christmas gifts. So. We'll narrate. So. Here I'm rustling the tissue out of the bag. I wrap like and a child. And you wrote... Oh, you wrote to Sasha from Courtney, but you wrote it in Japanese, and then you also signed your name in English. Just in case underneath. you forgot. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I should hit peak weeaboo, so I told you. Oh my god, is this Nessie? It is Nessie! She got me a Nessie! So I went on Etsy, and I found, it's this cute little, little homemade Nessie, and? And, oh my god, a jackalope sticker, and the jackalope is saying butts. And I'll take a picture of this tonight this and post so it on our Instagram. Cute. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. So Nessie is here to soothe all your worries oh, away. Yay. Good. Yay. She loves you. All right, what did I get you? I don't know. I hope it's meat undies. <laughs> so she's unwrapping the wrapping paper. It's cute. It looks like pepperminty, swirly, trippy. Ooh, Ooh. it's a book. <gasps> Have I learned to read? <laughs> is it a book on learning to read? Oh my God. Ask Baba Yaga otherworldly advice for everyday troubles. Thank you so much. I needed this in my life. I, I thought you did. Yes. It's a book. It's like gossip and like, you know, weird questions yeah. being answered, but it's also Baba Yaga. Yeah. Who is queen. Queen. And the new she beauty is, look. Right. Uh, we should definitely read these like every couple of episodes. Yeah. Like read one out oh loud. Oh my God. It, they're great. I, I fl- flipped through it a little bit before I wrapped it. Ahem. <laughs> <laughs> what do people see in my boredom? Dear Baba Yaga, people sometimes tell me I look upset when I'm really just bored. Do they see something in me that I am blind to? Baba Yaga, boredom is like the rot in a wet stump top. The rain, gathering in that little well, makes possible the decay the cells are given to. What is it in you that makes you stagnate so easily? Stir the dead water and watch deep. Oh my god. Thanks, Baba Yaga. Thanks, Baba Yaga. I'll remember that. And also... Thanks, Taizia Kitaiskaya. I'm sure I butchered yeah, that. She, she's from Jezebel? Or she, what I, was be- it? Yeah, was I think it, was she's Was the Jezebel. column originally on Jezebel? I think yeah. it was originally, yeah. So... Kitaiskaya, yeah. Got you the book version of the internet. Thank you! <laughs> I love the book version of the internet. And we are the book. podcast version of our everyday of, of life. books. We're the podcast the version of books. Are we? And... <laughs> the amalgamation of knowledge that we have attained. Um, Great. What's really cute is periodically when I narrate things, Nessie excitedly bounces on Sasha's lap. It's really cute. Oh my gosh, you guys. I'm glad. This is so cute. <laughs> it's it's a great Nessie. Again, I'll post a picture yes, on our please. Instagram. It's so cute. Which is at Spoop Hour. Which is also our Twitter handle. It is our Twitter handle. Great it's segue. Right? Good job. Thank you. <laughs> and it's also our Gmail account. So if you have ghost stories, if at Christmas time, you don't want to talk to your weird family members, but you do want to find out if they've ever seen ghosts, and then you get a good ghost story, send that to us, spoophour at gmail.com. Or if you get really creepy gifts, Ooh, or like yeah. you go to your you know great aunt's house and she's got that weird doll collection, you want to like send us like a really zoomed in picture of the doll's eyes. Like, let us know so that we that can you know be really freaked out and talk yeah. about it. Someone in my life that I am not close to last year got me a cat Christmas ornament. 
A cat Christmas ornament, you say? Courtney, you love cats. That sounds perfect. Why isn't it on our Christmas tree? Because it's the most terrifying fucking cat. Like, its eyes follow you around the room, and they're weird, and they're bulgy, and it watches you all the do time. Do you still have it? I do, but it's at my dad's house on the Christmas tree. <laughs> on his Christmas tree. Yes. I'll take a picture of it, and okay, I'll post yeah, that, so... too. It's a nightmare. Oh like, my God, is... I have this running joke with my brother where I just zoom in on the face and then take a picture and send it to him at weird oh times. So... That's I'm a great sister. Oh my god. Yeah, well, it's upsetting. Anything spoopy in your week? This uh week? I mean I have this really great advice book from an awesome podcast co-host called Ask Baba Yaga. <laughs> the book, not the, the co-host. Book. Yeah. The co-host doesn't I don't know. I'm her not name, Baba Yaga. But it, she's not Baba Yaga. <laughs> she it starts with an S. Yeah. I don't know. Sarah, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. she's fine, but she's really bumming out one of my chakras. Yeah, so I was thinking about that <laughs> this week, and, like, I had, I mean, it was a really busy week, because it was the last week of school before, you know, January uh, hits, and yeah. um, we're on break now, I'm trying to recharge and rest, and, I don't know, realign my spirit or whatever, but <laughs> un- I was just, un- like... break your chakras? I had a nice week, it was a very busy week, and yeah. every day felt like Friday, and so it was, like, hard to, uh, like, yeah. you know, get all that straight, but I'm, like, really happy, and that, That's I'm, good. like, still, like... Boo that psychic because she doesn't know what she's <laughs> she just talking doesn't know about. shit about shit. She doesn't know Although shit about I did shit. find I was in Eastern Market yesterday doing some Christmas shopping with my significant other and also I just love Eastern Market because it's both cute shit and there are a lot of dogs. Ooh. Yeah. So dogs. there were a lot of good dogs. There was a lot of cute shit. Eastern Market, if you don't know, is just an open air market on the weekends in a certain part of DC. It's really cool. It's really cool. So we were walking by it. We got (laughs) District Donuts. Nice. Because we were in Eastern Market. Yeah. And like three doors down from District Donuts is a psychic who does a $10 psychic reading. Oh. Psychic readings by Monica. So I'm like, maybe we need to give it another shot. Maybe we do. And drop another 10 harder American dollars. Yeah. Cheaper than this other lady. Cheaper than the other lady. And we would be going to like an actual place and not her house. And then if we get like a shitty reading, we can get We could go District Donuts. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, so yeah. maybe we'll need to do a follow-up in the new year. It clean may, reading. Yeah, yeah, clean reading for new year, new me, right? Yeah. Um, but other than that, nothing really... Sp- actually, something oh. spooky did happen to me. Uh-oh. I think I mentioned to you, but our apartment oh, is yeah. haunted. Yeah, you, yeah. You, I remember. That yeah. was earlier this week, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Oh, uh, our apartment is haunted. So I was sitting on my couch, and our other roommate was sitting on the other couch, and we were just sitting watching some of America's Next Top Model. She was playing the Switch. We were just having a grand old time when all of a sudden, so our washer and dryer is sort of in one of those like foldy door, like recessed closet thingies. And we were sitting there and all of a sudden the foldy door completely opened of its own accord. Whoa. And we both kind of looked at it and then we looked at each other and it was like, I'm sorry, is, is there a ghost fucking, have, have all of my in treatments to Carrie Fisher finally made her be like, look, bitch, I'm gonna be obvious here. Let me open this fucking door for you. Is she finally revealing herself to me? No. No. It was the roommate's cat. It was Noodle. She just got herself stuck in the laundry Uh, Yeah, and she managed to open the door with her body. So we just saw, like, this fluffy tail sticking out. It was like, oh, goddammit, cat. I was so excited about finally believing in ghosts. (laughs) But then she just took that away from me. Oh, well. Oh, well. We're haunted by cats. Yeah, we are haunted by cats. Yeah. I just heard, like, a jingle in the distance. <laughs> They're um, like, take it back. Uh, my spooky thing that happened this week, it wasn't really spooky. I went and saw Coco. Hey! And I think, I mean, the whole premise of Coco it's is, spooky. like, is spooky. Yeah. Spook Coco. Spook. Yeah. It, it was a really sweet movie. I got a lot of feelings. I cried through most of it. Oh. Because death and family things make me cry. 
I am scared of death and scared of family things. Everybody, and those everybody conversations. has their, like, yeah. I always cry at, like, heroic self-sacrifice gets yep. me. Any kind of, particularly if it's, like, a mom heroically self-sacrificing, mm-hmm. that gets me. I watched the first episode of Attack on Titan with an X, and when we get to the end of the first episode where, spoiler alert, the mom heroically self-sacrifices so her kids can live, I, like, keeled over on the couch and was just crying silently. And he was like, I'm so sorry. I should not have had you watch this. And I was like, no, you fucking shouldn't have. It was a very upsetting time. Suicide (laughs) stories also get me. Yep, uh, that gets me. My my significant other and I played the first, like, chunk of Doki Doki Literature Club (laughs) the other week. And, uh... Spoiler, it's a horror game. <laughs> but we didn't we didn't know that going in. Oops. No one told us. It sounds like a cute like right? will the cute boy in literature club notice you? Your yeah. heart is going bulky bulky cuz you're not sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no no no. That was <laughs> it was like and, and he felt bad too. He was like, "Oh no, I put you through that." Like, "Oh my god." These like, things happen. Yeah, they happen. So, also, I get really goopy, sappy feelings over found families. Oh, yeah. Like those are good any stories. group of friends where they're 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 a family and like they're talking about how much they love each other and their family. That, that gets nice. me. That gets yeah. me in my soft squishy place. Yeah. But yeah. Coco, I highly Coco. recommend it, especially if you places. like. Yeah, if you if you like sappy movies and you like animation, because it was really 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 well done. It was like the first mm-hmm. good Pixar movie in literal years. Oh wow! And we're uh, talking to you, Cars Eight Thousand. <laughs> and I mean, I think for me being in a family that celebrates Obon, mm. Obon and, you know, Dia de los Muertos has overlap. Simi- yeah, yeah we, talk- we talked about, like, certain aspects being quite similar, and there were parts with, like, all the families and stuff, like, remembering <laughs> their, uh, oh, no, <laughs> just... But, yeah, the, the skeleton, like, netherworld yeah. was so cool. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was, like, my, my cute spoop of the That's week. That's some good cute spoop. Yeah. So... Now that we're talking about spoop, how about we dive into this week? Oh, wait. Wait. Are those snacks, Sasha? Sasha. Crinkly bag. Sasha, did you bring snacks? I brought a treat for us this week. She wouldn't let me see what it is, so this Hold is going to be. Hold on to your butt. I'm holding on to it. Oh my god, it's a polar bear. It's a polar bear cake <laughs> pop from Starbucks. Oh my god. Isn't it cute? <laughs> Yours has like a slightly whiplash mustache. Mine. <laughs> Got kind of disheveled. Mine's gonna um, kiss yours. Oh, that's so cute. Kisses. Um. So yeah, I got Starbucks cake pops. Once again, thanks Starbucks. Thanks for Starbucks, and they're supporting not... our snacking habit. They are not crushed. They Unlike are pol- our previous ones. Yeah, they are polar bears. They've got little ears. They're so cute. They're really cute. So yeah, the these are. Oh, I love them. These are our snacks for the week. Two, Two polar, polar bears. Sasha Two... is what the bag says. Yeah. Two polar bear cake pops. These are really cute. Yeah. So thank you, Sasha. All right, um, so, this is a good snack. They, yeah. So, you know what? This is not yeah. just our featured snack, but could be our featured creature. Because they got are me. polar bear. I right? have a featured creature, and it's actually just a polar bear. No, you don't. You have a different I creature. have a different yeah. <laughs> You got me. All right, so <laughs> let's talk about featured creature while I eat my little creature. Yes. Oh, real quick side mm-hmm. note. If you are following us on Instagram, great. You've already seen this. If you haven't, my mom, who is an avid listener of this podcast, got me a handmade Carrie Fisher ornament from Etsy. And it's Carrie Fisher's Princess Leia holding up her blaster and like doing her little like heroic side lean. And my mom captioned it, Merry Christmas, may Carrie Fisher and the Force be with you. Mm. So my mom gets it. Mm-hmm. She's a good mom. Thanks, mom. Anyway, featured creature. I titled this Ho Ho Horrifying. Oh, God. 
And this is at specific behest of our third roommate. She didn't say do it as featured creature, but she said, please talk about this. So this one's for you, Connie. Merry Christmas, whales. Each Christmas, I rise from my grave and then I'm knocking on your door, singing sweetly to you to let me in. But don't do it. Hang on. Whales, like... England. England, Okay. Yes. <laughs> Continue. Good Christmas, whales Whoa. under the ocean. Bet you didn't know you celebrated me. Um. <laughs> so, if the whales don't want me in their house, which they shouldn't, mm-hmm. they have to argue with me in rhyme. This is called a punko. Okay. Uh, and if I best you in this and I outrhyme you, I get to come in your house and then you have to feed me and give me booze while I go around scaring the inhabitants of your house with my zombie visage and snapping horse jaws. <laughs> I'm particularly fond of young ladies. Who's not? Fret not, though. Once I'm in your house, I bring good luck for the next year, and I'm pretty harmless. I'm just kind of mischievous. Okay. Uh, My horse skull peeks out from my flowing white sheet, which is sometimes decorated with bells and other festive trinkets. If this seems pretty tame, don't worry. Some scholars speculate that I have horrible origins that may have started with Sahuin, as always. And this is the 10,000th time I've said that word on this podcast. And every time in my head, I say Sam Hain. Someday I'll learn. So all, I, all I'm getting in my head for my visual right now is the horse fairy in Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> it's kind of like that, except it does truly have a horse face it's, because it's literally a horse skull. I'm terrified. I mean, it is, it's upsetting. Yeah. So, like many animals with the ability to move in between worlds in Celtic lore, uh-huh. I'm gray in color. Okay. And I'm also a mare, which is rumored to be the translation of my name, namely Gray Mare. For a while, my tradition started to die out, courtesy of the rise of Christianity, which saw my boozy debauchery as barbaric, but lately I have been coming back. Do you know who I am? No, but I'm really scared. (laughs) Would you like to hear my beautiful song to you, or would you like me to reveal myself? I would like to hear the song first, and then the great reveal. This is in Welsh, Okay. so it's not like you're going to hear my name, Yeah, because it all sounds like Welsh. Isn't it? It's kind of creepy, too. Spoop Hour's new theme music. (laughs) So this is, when I bust up on people's doors, I also come with, like, a troop of players. So there's a bunch of people, there's a puppet master controlling me, and just a bunch of... Okay, so this is definitely like that weird horse fairy. I got... It's a lot like that. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Or, like... Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. The player and his troop. Yes, it's yeah. like that, but with a with horse the horse skull, skull. In a sheet. Jesus. And sometimes they put jingle bells on my sheet, and they'll put flowers on there, and I get all festive. But you're still a horse skull. But I'm still in a, a sheet. horse skull in a sheet. So God. like, what are you? I am Mari Liud, the Welsh zombie horse. Yikes. So, the fun fact about the name, other than it might mean gray mare, they're not sure, which is, I find odd, because people do speak Welsh to this day. Yeah. So you'd think they'd just be able to ask, but whatever. Whatever. Uh, There is speculation that the name has something to do with the Virgin Mary, but that might be, like, Christian retconning once Christianity came in and was like, you can't do this pagan nonsense anymore. (laughs) It's spelled M-A-R-I-L-W-Y-D. And if you would like to see a picture, I'll pull one up for you now. It's upsetting. And you'll put it on the Instagram. Yeah, the Instagrams. So here are some pictures of the Mari Liu. Oh, oh, you know what? Who is she? I. (laughs) What's her story? I've seen this before. 
uh-huh. but I didn't realize didn't it was like I... a Christmas thing yep. or, oh my god. Yeah, our third it's... roommate was like, please tell me you're going to talk about the weird Christmas horse in Wales. And I was like, um, okay. It literally is that description. It is a horse head wrapped plus in a sheet. a white sheet. Yeah. And plus sometimes jingle bells and like cute little ribbons and yeah. stuff. And then there's a dude with a hat who's just like, hey, this is me and the, my the, horse the bride. Te- the teeth and the eyes are bothering me. Yeah. Those <laughs> those should be the parts that bug you. Yeah. I, I'm not. I do love this picture, which I, I might use this as the picture on our Instagram. I like this one because because the man has the flower in his hat, it kind of looks like this is his wedding day. Right. And he and the ghost horse are getting married. That, it does look like a very cute wedding. Which is sweet. Yeah. They're over at Stonehenge, and, you know, his parents are there, and her parents are there, and... and the weird, like, mythical creatures and other cryptids <laughs> are there. And then Weird Aunt Sally is about to start some shit with it, the chupacabra. Right, it's a who's who. Yeah. You got Bigfoot making out with Cousin Sarah. Everybody's Yikes. real drunk. You know, the best kind of wedding. So, yeah, She that's... just thought it was, like, a really hairy man. Yeah, because yeah. you know how Cousin Sarah gets. Yeah. Just grabby with everyone. Just yeah. Crazy. And this is why they didn't want to have an open bar. But, right. you know, Dracula is like, I'm only going to show if there's an open bar. Because right. otherwise. And only after dark. Point? And only after dark. So you bitches better be ready. It's going to be lit, <laughs> but not lit like the sun. And that's my fan fiction about when a man marries the Mari Lude. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Or the Mari Lewid. It's it's unclear. I don't speak Welsh, and I tried to get a couple different pronunciations on it, and they all kind of sounded different. Well, Welsh is hard. It is, it is yeah. a difficult one. So, we are in the holiday spirit, and ho, we'll ho, continue ho. our discussion of other legendary holiday creatures. Yes. Um, would you like to go first? Talk about Iceland? Or... I would love to talk about Iceland. Nice. Okay. Nothing would bring me greater joy. This we is... are excited about Iceland. It's the hot spot for tourists these days, mm-hmm. and gotta know more about it. Gotta it, know what's, like, what's beyond Iceland besides, like, hot ice springs. and land. Oh. Well, yes. <laughs> and, and, and hot springs. <laughs> and hot springs in the Aurora Borealis. I have Aurora wanted... Borealis. Okay, I'll stop. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have wanted to go to Iceland. It's been number one on my list of places that I want to go for several years now, mm-hmm. and... I haven't gone yet, obviously. Otherwise, I would same. never shut up about Iceland. Uh, so this is sort of me living out vicariously my love of Iceland. And it also turns out that Iceland has the best Christmas. What? Yeah. Well, in my notes, I put Iceland does Christmas the best, bar none, full stop. Wow. It's just a true fact. You cannot argue with it. They have the best Christmas. So tell me about this Christmas. So I know I've mentioned before that they have a Yule cat. Uh-huh. He is my homeboy. Yeah. But I was actually wrong about what he does, because I thought he just ate naughty children. Yeah. Just for being naughty. That's not what he does. His name is uh, Yola Curtin, mm-hmm. which again, Yule I'm so... Yola Cat. Yule Cat, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's spelled like that, but it's pronounced okay. Yola Curtin, which is J-O-L-A-K-O-T-T-U-R-I-N-N, with some fun accents over the, the umlauts. O's. The umlauts and the um, accent aigu, I think. Yeah. Uh, so the Yule Cat seeks out children who don't have new clothes for Christmas and eats them. 
Okay, this is like the reverse of that boogeyman we talked about last week yes. where like it was the, you know, like a social worker. Yes. This is now like you're being punished because your parents can't give you so, new clothes. So, doesn't that seem like it's kind of bullshit? Why yeah. are new clothes have her spared? So, traditionally, kids who do all their chores and are good get new clothes for Christmas. Oh, so. So, if you're a lazy asshole, you don't get new clothes for Christmas and then the Yule Cat can spot you and just eats ah. you right up. So, it really is still the cat's fault. It is. Okay. Uh, not the cat. Not the, the cat's kid. fault. It's the kid's fault. Yes. I mean, technically the cat does the eating, but yeah. he's really just the weapon of their own laziness. Also, it's traditional to help the poor mm-hmm. so that they don't get eaten because if you are from a family that is, you know, they're not able to buy new clothes at mm-hmm. Christmas, traditionally you are encouraged to give new clothes to the people who can't afford them ah. so that the Yule Cat won't eat them. Huh. Which is nice. That's nice. Yeah. It's interesting. And yeah. uh, interestingly enough, while I was doing my research, a lot of the Iceland Christmas lore and mythic beasties Mm -hmm. all have sort of the theme of punishing those who weren't productive and who aren't hard workers Mm -hmm. and iceland takes the fewest days off for christmas like traditionally among workers of the world they're more likely to work right up till christmas oh because because there's like seven things in iceland that will eat you if you don't work hard interesting one of them is the yule cat and the yule cat is the pet of gryla and she is a giant, and she lives in the mountains, specifically in a cave in uh, one of the volcanic mountains. Mm-hmm. So if you'll recall a few years back, there was that oh. volcano in Iceland <laughs> yeah. that went off. Uh, it's possible that that was Gryla. Cool. She, all year, detects misbehaving children. So this is very similar to the Santa. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. Except Gryla doesn't really reward you for being good. It's more she terribly punishes you for being bad. Hmm. Specifically, um, around the holidays, she'll come down to town from her cave amongst the lava fields and she'll find children to eat. And she puts them in stews. And just, you know, if you've been lazy, if you've been bad, if you've mouthed off, if you, I don't know, did something to just generally piss her off, she's going to eat you. She's going to cook you up in a stew and she's going to eat you. Merry fucking Christmas. Yikes. Yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> Gryla uh. is my queen. I love her. <laughs> What's spectacular and one of my favorite details about Gryla, she's been married three times. Nice. And her third husband is still married to her because there's a lid for every pot and it's possible to find love in this world, even if you're a giant witch who eats misbehaving children by cooking them into stews. That's like the episode of The Simpsons. I'm yes. going to circle this back from Aurora Borealis to... Um, <laughs> to Hansel and Gretel, the episode of Simpsons that they do, like, fairy tales, Mm -hmm. and the witch is trying to tell Bart and Lisa, who, Hansel and Gretel, Mm -hmm. that she's got a hot date later, and Mm -hmm. she makes fun of, or, like, she, it seems like she made, made up a name, like, Pot Lid or something Uh like that, and they're like, ha 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 ha, and then, like, later, a, like, handsome guy comes to the door. Because he just wants to date the witch who eats the children. Because witches who eat children deserve love, too. It's yeah. rude to discriminate based on people's diet. Hmm. Maybe she has a dietary restriction that means she can only eat children in stew. What's upsetting about Gryla is while I was doing research that, on like, her... Besides that she eats children, there's other things that are upsetting. Oh, right, yeah, it's, it's, that's upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not really a kid person. We've been over this before. I know. <laughs> I went to a Christmas party this weekend and babe, not even babysat might not be the right word yeah there were little kids running around so i sat on the kitchen floor with them and played with snapchat 
And you didn't eat them, which and is And I important. didn't eat them, because um, I am kind of a kid person. <laughs> what is upsetting is that while I was doing this research, one of the articles that I came across about just different monsters from around the world mm-hmm. who, spe- who specify in Christmas, I left it open on this picture of Gryla, which is very upsetting. Are you emotionally prepared to see it? I am it? emotionally prepared to see this. You're probably not, but here you go! Uh, oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! It's Gryla, and she's got long, stringy black hair, yep. and sunken eyes, and big ears, and long arms, and she straight up has this girl's legs, both of them in her mouth. And the girl is, like, screaming and like, clutching Like, clawing at the bed. Yeah. Ah! So, funny story, I left that open, and I left the article open, and then I, like, closed my browser, because I was doing something else for a bit, and then when I opened my browser back up, it opened on that, and I was like, oh no, I gotta finish reading this article because I don't like this. <laughs> so that's Gryla. And also, because Gryla's been married three times, um, and hopefully the third one sticks because, you know, everyone deserves love, she also has 13 sons Okay. from a previous marriage, and I can only assume that her current husband loves them like they were his own because he's a good dude. You know, yeah. But her thirteen sons are called the Yule Lads. Good. Yes, and so the Yule Lads are trolls. All thirteen trolls. They aren't nearly as violent as their mom, and they are mostly mischievous in any myth that describes them. So for each of the thirteen nights before Christmas, so starting on the twelfth and yeah. going through the twenty fifth, children leave a shoe in the window uh-huh. for one of the Yule Lads when he comes to town. So when he comes to town, if the kid was good, they're going to get some candy in their shoe, which is very similar to the stocking tradition, yeah. and you see a lot of that around the world. Mm-hmm. If they were bad, they get a rotting potato in their shoe. <laughs> good. Squish, squish. <laughs> squish, squish. I'm going to get you a rotting potato for Christmas. I'm just kidding. I don't think I could get a potato to rot between now and Christmas. No, maybe not. Yeah, they're really hardy and tough yeah. to rot. So. And you also already gave me my Nessie, and so I feel I like did. I've been rewarded. <laughs> <laughs> you were good this year. I was good this year. You didn't even have to leave a shoe on the window. I started a podcast with you. Oh, <laughs> Nessie just said that. Thanks, Nessie. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read from the Wikipedia for the Yule Lads, because each of the 13 Yule Lads has their own distinct personality, and they're all hilarious, so I didn't want to show unfair prejudice by favoring one Yule Lad over over any of the others. Yeah. That just seemed rude. Right. So, She loves them all equally. I do. I love all of my 13 troll sons equally. (laughs) I may or may not be Gryla, because I love cats. I don't have three husbands or 13 sons, but I love cats, and I would love all 13 equally. So the first one is Steckyart Store, and I should have researched how to say all of their names, but am I going to not pronounce them? No. I'm still going to do it. You're going to try. I'm just going to do it wrong. Just sorry, do your best. Sorry, Icelandic listeners and people who know it. So the English translation of Steckyart Star is sheep-coat-clawed. Mm. And what does he do? He harasses sheep, but he has stiff peg legs, so he can't do it very well. So he shows up on the 12th of December, and then he hangs out through the 25th. Then, on the 13th, you get his brother, Gilyagar, which means gully gawk, and he hides in gullies waiting for an opportunity to sneak into the cow's shed and steal milk. And so he shows up on the 13th and stays till the 26th, just stealing milk in your cow shed. Interesting. Yep. Uh, then you have Stufer, which means stubby. Mm-hmm. He's abnormally short, thus stubby. <laughs> he steals pans that ba- bread was baked in, and he eats the crust that was left on them. Hmm. 
And he shows up on the 14th and leaves on the 27th. Then you have, and I think this is a P, but honest to God, I don't know, Pvjorslaikir, which means spoon liquor. Okay. Which is what I'm going to call people now when they cut me off in traffic. Spoon liquor. You spoon liquor. Use your turn signal, spoon liquor. So he steals Pjolvjor, a type of wooden spoon with a long handle. Okay. And he licks it. Cool. He's a spoon licker. (laughs) He's a spoon licker. He's literally Um, a spoon licker. The sad news is he's extremely thin due to malnutrition, so he should get a visit from the social worker, boogeyman, just to, like, plump him up a little. Uh, And he shows up on the 15th, leaves on the 28th. Then you have Potaskefil, which means pot scraper, who steals leftovers from pots, as his name would imply. Again, Hmm. he spends 14 days hanging, or 13 days hanging around. Then you have Askeslakir, which means bowl licker. Okay. And he hides under beds waiting for someone to put down their eskir, which is a type of bowl with a lid. And then he steals their bowl and licks it. So he's essentially a dog. He's, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's not scary, he's just a puppy. He's just a puppy. He might not even be a troll, he's he's genuinely just a pupper. Then you have Hardaskjalir, which means door slammer. What do you okay. think he likes to do? Slam doors! Oh my god, you're so smart! Oh my god! Oh my god! Especially during the nighttime, he likes slamming doors. Oh, well, that's just rude. That's dickish. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, I get it, but Keep... some of us are trying to sleep. I have work in the morning. Right? Because Icelanders don't take a break. Yeah. <laughs> I have to work so that your cat won't eat me and your mom won't eat me. I don't want to get fucking eaten, bro. It must be very stressful. I'm sure it is. But Icelanders are generally, they they rank very highly right. in like world indexes of yeah. happiness. So it's probably the hot springs. It's it balances it out. It balances out all the terror they feel at Christmas time. Right. <laughs> we just get the general uncomfortable surveillance state of Santa, but Icelander is like, not only are they watching, but they're gonna fucking eat you if they um, don't like what they see. One of my students was telling me that her family named their elf on the shelf like Nicholas Samuel Arthur or something like that. Yeah. So that his initials would be NSA. <laughs> <laughs> Because of the surveillance state. Amazing. Like, and I was like, why Why do you guys even have an elf on the shelf? Like, why would you, like, subscribe to that if you're going to name it NSA? <laughs> I have been talking extensively with my coworkers this week because several of them have small children and most of them do the elf on the shelf. Mm. And I'm like, that shit creeps me out. One, it has a terrifying pointy elf face. Yes. And I generally like pointy faces and things, but it has a creepy one. With those eyes, the really big eyes that are just yeah. kind of always looking at you. Two, what the fuck? I'm afraid of things watching me. I don't want some fucking elf sitting on my hearth looking at me being like, hey, bitch, better behave. Fuck you, I'm going to do what I want. But, you know, that's yeah. me. One of my coworkers doesn't do the elf on the shelf, not because she finds it creepy, but because she is tired and she's like, it's so difficult and you have to keep hiding it. And once you do it once, they're going to want to want you to keep doing it. That's, that's fair. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But also, fuck the elf on the shelf. I said it. Come eat me, bitch. <laughs> then you have the next brother, who is Skiergamir, which means skier gobbler. And he's a Yule lad with affinity for skier. What's skier, you say? It looks, yogurt? It's, it's, a, it's essentially an Icelandic cultured dairy product. So it's oh. kind of a strained yogurt, but it has a much milder flavor. Technically, it's classified as cheese. Oh. But it looks like yogurt. So he likes... Th- he likes yogurt. Which cool. I get it. He's, yogurt goblin. Yeah, he's Good. Terry from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Terry loves nice. yogurt. And then you have... Oh, fuck me. Oh, I, I, uh, I can't. Bjognakrekir, <laughs> which means sausage swiper, which is what I'm going to say when... <laughs> 
when Sasha needs to giggle, I'm just going to call her a sausage swiper. <laughs> hey, yo, girl, let me swipe your sausage. No! <laughs> um, so. I need to learn how to pronounce that. <laughs> it's, it's you heard it be, here first. You heard folks. it here first. It's going to be the new what you doing text at 2 a.m. It's going to be Bjogne Krekir. Sausage swiper. <laughs> so as the name would imply he would rather hide in the rafters and snatch sausages that were being smoked than basically anything else that's what cool. he does so he loves swiping that sausage and just working that I mean, sausage who among it. us doesn't though yeah i mean i heard a rumor that swiper in dora the explorer was originally a sausage swiper hmm. and then they thought it was a little too racy that's totally made up please don't sue me dora the explorer <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then you... <laughs> this is great because his name sounds like it's going to be something else, but it is not. Uh, it's Gluga Gear. <laughs> nice. Which sounds like glug, glug, glug. So you're like, oh, I bet he's a boozer. No, his name means window peeper, and he looks through the looks that, through pizza I, I, windows. That makes me uncomfortable. But he's only looking for things to steal. He's not, like, trying to perv out. Okay. And I could see him being, like, polite so that if you were changing and he saw you, he'd be like, oh, oh my no, god, I'm so, 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 so sorry. Here, have all the candy in your shoes. Because he just wanted to steal some shit. He didn't want to, like, peep on your sausage swiping. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have Gata Pifur, which is doorway sniffer. And he has an abnormally large nose and an acute sense of smell, which he uses to locate uh, Lafaubraud. And what's a Lafaubraud? That's an excellent question. It's leaf bread, which oh. is, it's a type of Icelandic bread that is eaten during Christmas. Okay. So it's kind of like how we have Christmas cookies. They have bread. Mm. And it's fried in oil. So it's it's almost, I can't think of the name of the dish, but there's, yeah. the, you can get it at like H Mart. Oh, where it's that yeah, like crispy bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. like that. Okay. And he just, he loves sniffing people's doorways and eating their Christmas bread. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's sniffing in your doorway. He's snatching your breads up. Trying to huh. eat them. Huh. Yeah. Kicking it, 2008 style. Then you have Quête Croque. That was French, I'm sorry. I should not be trying this. <laughs> uh, his name means meat hook. What do you think he does? Hooks meat? Yep. He uses a hook to steal meat, and he shows up on the 23rd. Then, it's Christmas Eve. Somebody special's coming. Watch out, kids, because it's Kurtzkesnickier, which means candle snicker. Candle snicker. Candle snicker. No, it means candle stealer. I'm (laughs) drunk. I'm not drunk, as always. Uh, He follows children in order to snick their candles. Nice. Nice, Um, nice. And they... He, why do you think he does this? Do you think he likes candles? Uh, maybe? <laughs> right? It's because back in the day they were made with tallow, so you could eat them. So he'd steal your candles and eat them. Ah. Uh, As I said earlier, he would snick your candles and snack on them. Snack, snack on Just candles. A, yeah. Candle snacker. Candle snicker. Candle okay. snicker snacker. Snicker snack. Snicker snacker. Snack, snack. How many times can we say snicker snacker? No. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, Courtney. So yeah, those are the those are the thirteen Yule lads, child of children of Grilla, which considering that their mom eats children, they turned out pretty well. Mm. Yeah. So then uh traveling through Europe, how about we talk about what Austria and Germany get up to for Christmas? Sure. So uh they have Perkta. Uh-huh. And she used to be a goddess in alpine paganism, but she's now a Christmas witch. Okay. So depending on the depiction of her, like many fairy tale witches, mm-hmm. she's either beautiful and white like the snow, or she's elderly and haggard, or she's all monstery like the Krampus, who we'll get to in a second. Uh, yeah, we will get to, I will get you there. Yep. And uh, Perkta might have one goose foot, 
Mm-hmm. Like one foot, not the, not a foot that is a goose, but a, Just a, a the yeah. same foot that a goose has, she has. And that's linked to the belief that goose fat is how witches used to fly. Okay. How does that help them fly? I don't know. I'm not a witch. Spoiler alert. Hmm. Yeah. And then uh, from Christmas to the Epiphany, which is January 6th, Perkta wanders around leaving silver coins for, once again, good hardworking servants and good children. So, in this lore, servants and children are on about the same level in terms of monsters. Interesting. Yep. If you were bad, if you lied, or if you were lazy, though, Perkta had a disproportionate response to those things. She would not give you a timeout. She'd cut open your abdomen and replace your organs with garbage, rocks, and straw. Huh. And she usually kicks it with the Stragil, her demon helpers. And as I have been joking all week to Sasha, the Stragil is real. The Stragil is real. Hilarious. Uh, and the Stragil eat the food that people leave out for Perkta because mm-hmm. they're trying to bribe her, essentially. So they leave food out as an offering so that they can hopefully get some silver coins instead of having all of their organs replaced by straw. That's terrifying. <laughs> and uh, the Stragil will also steal bad children. And they throw them into the air and tear them apart. Mm. The Stragil is real. The Stragil is real. Yeah. So be good and do your work or you're going to lose all of your organs and get them replaced with rocks, garbage, and straw. Or the Stragil are just going to throw you into the air and tear you to pieces. It's hard to say which is worse. Frick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think... I don't know. I think I would rather be torn into pieces. Either way, you'd be dead. Yeah, but I feel like there's more suffering involved if she, like, does surgery on you, takes all your organs out, and then puts all the rocks in. Yeah, I think I would just be... For a lot of suffering. Just get it over with Just tear me to pieces. Like, Stragel, tech me out. It's fine. Yeah. I'm upset. I'm sorry. I should have been a better servant, but... (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. What can you do? That's what I got. That's what you got. All right, well, let me tell you about some other spooky christmas critters there are so Um, many and there is a very strong i guess correlation between uh several different ones you are dropping chocolate but it's a good cake pop right don't tell me how to live my life it's a very good cake pop there are a bunch of these christmas monsters and you know creatures who for whatever reason are all like the anti-santa claus and they just like will torture kids right so like i realize santa has some like brutal pagan roots mm-hmm. but like what the fuck yeah how did everybody else end up with a fucking witch right so there's one particular one called bell's nickel mm-hmm. which is from the middle ages in europe um and he was one of the first to separate the good kids from the naughty but he did allow kids to redeem themselves that they have been bad all year so like oh. there was like a like bonus round basically yeah, yeah bonus, bonus round. round throughout the you year you failed to earn enough points to pass and, up on the Belschnickel, but yeah. you get to enter the special bonus. But round. it is interesting though because this is not just Christmas. Yeah. Throughout the year, the masked Belschnickel would leave candy in nice kids' houses and oh. then would leave the naughty kids with a switch. He, in some stories, he also maybe leaves the bad kids nothing. Okay. Um, but he never uses them. He doesn't use the switch. The switch, yeah. He just but sometimes he it. also will. Ab- well, so the parents can use it. Oh. Uh, yeah. And then other times... I other... liked it better when it was just a warning. Like, yeah. you better watch it, kid, or you're going to get the switch. Right. I don't like it when it's like, well, Belschnickel says I got to switch you guys, so... Right. And then there's also stories of him, like, actually kidnapping kids and <laughs> oh, taking Jesus. them into the woods to, like, lecture them about... <laughs> You've been just real bad. That's not bad. how I thought that sentence was going to end. Well, I mean. <laughs> he kidnaps kids and takes them into the woods and to tells, lecture them and makes them write a hundred sentences. I have been a very bad, bad child. 
I've been a bad little boy. Oh, I've been uh-huh. swiping too many sausages. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, That's then, the porn version of Belschnickel. Yikes. There, <laughs> there's uh, also Hans Trop, which is another anti-Santa who hands out pan- punishments to bad children um, in the Als... Uh, oh, God. I can't pronounce French words. Anyway, uh, the Als... Alsace and Alsace? Lorraine. Um, Alsace? I don't know. Oh, that's that's Italian. <laughs> oh, damn. I'm thinking of Versace. Yeah. Um, so Alsace and Lorraine regions of France. The legend says that Trap was actually a real man, and he was rich and greedy and evil. He oh. worshipped Satan. <laughs> um, <laughs> that escalated quickly. Right? It's it, like, basically, I think it's like like Mr. Burns. Yeah. Of, um, but like Satanier. But Satanier. He was an evil man who worshipped Satan and was excommunicated from the Catholic Church. Why? <laughs> You don't say. <laughs> like, what did he do? He, he worshipped Satan. Oh, that's right. He was like, exiled. Just, just like he worshipped Satan. And then weirdly, the church kicked him out. Right. He was exiled into the forest where he preyed upon children disguised as a scarecrow with straw jutting out from his no, clothing. No, I don't like that. He was about to eat one boy he captured when he was struck by lightning and killed. A punishment yeah. from his own uh, of his own from God. Still, he visits young children before Christmas dressed no, as a scarecrow to like scare them into good behavior. Don't All right. scare me into good behavior. There's an episode of Doctor Who, and I believe it's during the uh, second season with David Tennant as the Doctor. Mm. And he, f- for plot reasons, has to essentially go undercover, but he wipes his memory of being a Time Lord and being the Doctor and whatever mm. else. And just, he's like a boring maths professor and whatever. And the bad guys who are trying to hunt him down get their, get their henchmen are scarecrows. Mm-hmm. And there's some, like, upsetting shit where people are like, was that scarecrow always this close? And then it, like, lumbers closer, no. and I don't, I don't like that. I don't care for that at all. <laughs> Another related is the Necht, Necht Rupecht, uh-huh. who is kind of like Bell's Nickel. Um, he would carry around a switch, okay. and he was said to be a helper to St. Nick, going oh. door to door to ask parents about the children's behavior. If they'd been naughty, he would then punish him with the switch. Well, I like that yeah. they check in with the they parents. They check in with the parents. Rather than just, like, spy on you year-round. It's like, so, if you had to give your kids a performance review, are we talking A, a. are we talking D? And then there's another French one Ooh, um, named Père Fouettard, Fou- Fou- um, which yeah. the name translates to Father Whipper. I'm assuming that he's not whipping fathers. No, he. It begins with an evil butcher who craved children to eat. So again, like this, he could probably hang with your girl. He could hang. Yeah, he might be one of her husbands. Right. I didn't do a lot of research into (laughs) him. He could be number one or number two. He could be the father. (gasps) So he or his wife. Lured three boys into his butcher shop where he killed, chopped, and salted them. Oh, I Saint don't like Nick this came anymore. to the rescue, resurrected the boys, and took custody of the butcher. The captive butcher became Père Fouettard, Saint Nicholas's servant, whose job it is to disperse punishment to bad children on Saint Nicholas Day. That's upsetting. That is upsetting. Why right? would Santa revive these children and then be like, hey, dude, who just slaughtered a bunch of kids, you seem well, chill. Let's punish other children. Well, so it's probably. I'm going to be the one telling you how you can punish them. Oh. And so, you know, if you kill them let's this time, let's tone it down. If you kill it, I'll dispose of you okay. kind of thing. Gotcha. Um, okay. So in Consoda from Portugal, and it's a tr- 
tradition for people to wake up early on Christmas morning and have a big feast. The feast is known as Consoda, and it's kind of like Dia de los Muertos oh. or Obon. You honor dead relatives and celebrate your ancestors. Families set out extra plates and sometimes even, you know, leave food on yeah. the plate. So it's, yeah, That's very, nice. very familiar. Yeah. And then... A lot of countries have that. Yeah. Which is nice. Right. It's important to remember the people who go before us. And then, then, then there's La Befana, who is an Italian Christmas witch. Oh, I read a little bit about her. Yeah. I didn't like her. It's a bit of a strange legend. She's pictured as an old woman who flies on a broomstick and carries a large bag. Classic. But according to some old lore, she visits children on Epiphany Eve to determine if they've been naughty or nice, very much like Santa. Hey, bitches, you know how you thought you got through Christmas unscathed? Guess what? Epiphany. <laughs> um, she, she'll give, like, candy to those who are good and oh. coal to those who are bad. So oh, very that's much, not that yeah, bad. Yeah. I was expecting her to, like, eat them. And then the worst one um, was Krampus. Yay! And actually, earlier this week, I was uh, at my parents' house and was watching a Japanese cooking show with my mom called um, Gretel no Kamado, mm-hmm. which just means Gretel's Oven. Oh. And it's, like, a loosely based, like, Hansel Gretel type mm-hmm. thing. But they were making these things called manels or manala, mm-hmm. which are, are similar. They're, like, the French name for the Swiss treat gritbans, mm-hmm. which are, like, bread sh- or men sh- man-shaped breads okay. so like not just gingerbread man yeah, but like but like they're like bread. puff pastries yeah okay and sometimes they're filled with chocolate other times like Ooh. they're and you can make their eyes and their little buttons out of chocolates Aww. or raisins or dates or Ooh, whatever um so i'm, I'm gonna check swiss bakery this week and see if they make them that could be um, our snack for our next episode right so um they were showing like different variations uh-huh. on these little little bread men for uh christmas yeah and someone made a giant Krampus one out of like various <laughs> kinds of dough and I got so excited like it was just like a bread Krampus amazing and I was so happy about it I'm gonna it. make us a bread Krampus um, now so Krampus lately has been kind of in our pop culture um because of the 2015 movie Krampus and that won the Oscar for best picture did it it not? definitely did not oh. no what <laughs> um, am I thinking of it uh <laughs> it has Adam Scott in it for some reason Adam Scott's in a lot of like weird horror films yeah he which, yeah for being on Parks and Rec and having like and, good taste in tv shows he does not yeah he's in a movies. lot of comedies but then he also goes and does like ridiculous horror films for some reason I think he's just having fun yeah but yeah so there's not only that movie Krampus but there's also Krampus the Christmas Devil <laughs> Um, and I'm thinking Rotten Tomatoes for compiling this list for me. Krampus the Reckoning, Krampus mm-hmm. the Devil Returns, Krampus <laughs> Unleashed, and Mother Krampus. It's some extended Krampus universe. Right, shit. and all these movies have come out since 2013. Marvel who? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what is a Krampus? I don't know. What is it? Um, a Krampus is a very common uh, creature in folklore, uh-huh. um, mostly in Europe. Uh-huh. Um, it's a horned anthropomorphic figure described as half goat and half demon so not your friendly like guy from narnia who is half goat Hello. and half human who right? was played by the beautiful james mcavoy in the chronicles of narnia forgettable film other than james mcavoy right as mr tumnus the yeah fawn. exactly but <sighs> krampus is a terrifying like i'm still thinking creature. about james mcavoy yeah so, so keep, keep thinking about james mcavoy while mm, i talk about krampus his blue eyes um so during the christmas season krampus will punish children who have misbehaved in contrast to saint nick who like we said all these other care you know creatures and characters yeah he's one of the various companions of saint nick cool. in um austria bavaria croatia czech republic hungary slovakia slovenia um parts of northern italy and other parts of europe i wonder if he kicks it with la befana or perkta maybe 
right? Yeah. Um, so the origins of Krampus, um, it's theorized to stretch back to pre-Christian, you know, Alpine traditions. Mm-hmm. So before Christianity came sweeping across Europe, mm-hmm. and joins in with you know Saint Nick and is he also one of the like this is the Santa's like bad cop? Yeah, he's okay. he's like a Santa's bad cop. Okay, so. He's, like, pretty crucial, I yeah. guess, where people celebrate um, Krampus. Or not ce- maybe celebrate Chris- Krampus, but include him <laughs> in their Christmas I was, cheer, right? uh, last year, I think it was, mm-hmm. um, I was driving to where my significant other lived at the mm-hmm. time, and there was this, like, parade down uh, yeah. H Street, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure there was somebody there dressed as a Krampus, and yeah. they were, like, on stilts, and it was just an upsetting thing to drive past them, yeah. especially. <laughs> yep. There, yeah, Krampus will be included in a lot of Christmas parades, mm-hmm. um, not just in Europe, but in America now as well, because yeah. he's become, like, this kind of, like, we can share so many cultures. Yeah. Like, it's, it's whatever. He's kind of the Baba um, Yaga of Christmas. Right. And uh, our friend Matt has a Krampus Christmas sweater. Oh! Yeah. And I, I was like, oh my that. goodness. But you'll see him pretty commonly on, like, greeting cards or, like, chocolate figures. But, mm. like, again, you can also see him in these parades. They mm-hmm. He'll usually be laden with bells and chains mm-hmm. and will intimidate onlookers and, like, cool whip them with bundles of sticks not actually like painfully whipping but, but you know like, like like shaking his bundle of sticks at them <laughs> old man shakes fist at we cloud. made it through december 5th so we don't have to worry now Thank but God. december 5th is krampus knocked oh. when krampus reigns in the real world people might attend krampus balls or young men from the local krampus group <laughs> <laughs> might don carved wooden masks um cowboy cowbells chains and other elaborate costumes to do like run through the town to do a what they call a Krampus lof or a Krampus run. So is that like when people streak the quad? Basically, <laughs> so, so you know, frightening bystanders. I mean, I would be upset if a naked man in a wooden and, mask ran past me. Right, and so this is this is when um, Krampus will go door to door and either leave bundles of sticks for bad children uh-huh. or toss them, you know, like. If, if, if Krampus was real, if Krampus was real, Krampus is not real. Um, Krampus is like, what you say about me, What you me, say bitch? about me, right. But this is also when Krampus could theoretically put a kid in a sack and whisk him away. What is with putting children in sacks? Whisk Don't him, put children in sacks. And not just to whisk him away anywhere. Whisk them to hell. Oh, good. <laughs> because you know what's the best place to put your kid in a sack? Hell. And then the next day is St. Nicholas's Day, and that's when all the remaining children get to celebrate. Oh my god, his sack is full of so many nicer things. God damn it, right? Santa. And it's so weird because, like, Krampus was originally this pagan creation, and he is said to be the son of hell from North mythology. Sure. Um, but he got grafted onto that Christian tradition. Good. Um, and became this saint, you know, this, again, the sidekick of St. Nick, and it's like, St. Nick... I don't know if I trust you anymore. I know. Like, I, I mean, I've been kind of on shaky ground with the old St. Nick since I think it's in Belgium he has slaves, mm-hmm. which I'm not on board with. Slavery's not cool, guys. Don't fucking do it. But I don't know. This just, this adds to my distrust of this man who's apparently surveilling me 24-7. And I'm going to get coal this year. But coal's a dying industry. <laughs> um... <laughs> One thing that, whenever I think of Krampus, I almost think of him like the Jersey Devil Mm -hmm. um, with cloven feet, but actually, his appearance will vary from place to place, but oftentimes he is illustrated to have one human foot and one cloven foot, (laughs) which is just very upsetting. That's going to make it awkward to move, right? because it's going to be like, clip, clonk. And then some Austrian households will keep Krampus decor up all year (laughs) to remind their kids to not fuck up. Matt and Megan, is this you? 
Maybe. <laughs> I could, could see be. them doing that. But you know who doesn't like Krampus? Who? Fascists. <laughs> Fascists. Good. Uh, between 1934 and 1938, when Austria was under fascist rule, Krampus was seen as a symbol of, like, of sin, basically, oh. and anti-Christian ideals. Well, guess um, who's on board with Krampus and- now? This guy. Right? Icon of 2018. He's going to be my role model for the year. Yeah, and so, like, they wouldn't let, like, if they saw you at, like, a Christmas celebration dressed as Krampus or whatever, they would, like, promptly arrest you. Oh, my God! And, like, stuff like that. Um, and Fucking fascists. Yeah. It was, uh, not good. It was a time. Yeah, it was a time. Let's not go back um, to it. And there, you know, just another reminder, like, if you want to celebrate Krampus in America, you are more than welcome because he's a creature who's shown up in a lot of American pop culture besides those terrible movies I listed. Um, I think but you mean amazing movies right? that he listed? Well, okay, we don't know because both don't of know. us are too too big of yeah, like, Halloweenies. So we, we couldn't we watch can... those movies. Someone who's good at horror movies, watch them and report I back. My dad said he saw Krampus and said it was yeah. just a really weird movie. Like, oh. every time you think that, like, things are going to get better, they just don't. Oh. But better like, in terms not, of, like, the horror aspect, or better in terms of, like, this movie will be more enjoyable? The horror aspect, or, oh. or I don't know, like, he was just saying, like, it was kind of like a sad movie. It was, oh. like, it was like horror, but it was just kind of depressing. Yeah. Mm. Um, but Krampus has also been featured in Venture Brothers, mm. um, the, uh, in Grimm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Supernatural, obviously, right? Yeah. Um, but also in, like, The Colbert Report and oh. American Dad. <laughs> so, Krampus you know. gets around. Um, there's a lot of pr- uh, parties and parades. They do a big one also in, um, well, I think probably the one you saw in yeah. D.C. Um, they do them in Richmond. They oh, do them, yeah. yeah. So Krampus is kind of becoming a thing in America. Yeah, he's becoming um, but a icon. Kind of in the way that, like, they have Santa Con and, like, all the drunk Santas in New York City. Like, it's just, like, for fun for mostly yeah. for adults. But, you know, if you like to go to extra scary houses during Halloween and you like that kind of extra layer of spookiness and you hate your children, you know, Krampus <laughs> would probably be a good creature Krampus to include, your bro. right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Krampus and Belsnickel and Nekbrupecht and uh, Per, per Futard and... Hutar and Hans Trapp. I don't mean to talk shit. Sasha is reading off of her notes page, and it kind of looks like Pear Fartlord. It does look like Pear Fartlord. I'm so <laughs> sorry. My hand, my handwriting is not great. Father Fartlord. Farter. Fa- farter. 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 We just got, you got Please Irish farter. <laughs> farter. Fartlord. Anyway, those are St. Nick's weird evil friends those are his and, waterboarding uh, bros like, I, I'm good with only just getting gifts from my friends and family and not from some strange guy who could turn on me any second yeah I think for the most part these Christmas monsters the negatives outweigh the positives like is it really worth the possible getting of a silver coin to also possibly have all of your innards stolen out and replaced with straw yeah I'm not I sure. would I, say no yeah that's not that's not a, a good bargain a single silver coin I don't think so Mm-mm. maybe like 50 bazillion silver coins, then maybe, because, right. you know, that's pretty good this year. But, like, hmm. mm-hmm. I value my organs more than I value, like, 10 cents. Yeah. That's some weird yeah, I'm shit. I'm good. I'm good. Hard pass. Like, the Strigale is real. Strigale is real. Yeah. So, from us to you. Very Merry Christmas. And I'd actually like to take a moment at the end of this episode. I just noticed. Sasha wrote me a nice little note on the inside of my Ask Baba Yaga book. Can I read this on the air? You Yay! To my dear friend and Spoop Hour co-host, Courtney. Mm. Nip. <laughs> <laughs> 
That sound effect was not in the book. Yeah. Uh, may your life be delightfully spoopy, and may Baba Yaga guide you through your questions, troubles, and challenges. You are a spoopy queen. Heart, heart, heart. Much love, Sasha. Smiley, Smiley face. Also, Adorable. I just remembered yesterday you and I were talking about um, something being that you're expecting the critter to be bigger than it was. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I was, was I was joking yeah. with Sasha that um, what I got her for Christmas was the actual Jersey Devil, and I was like, I was expecting him to be bigger than he was. Um, Nessie's a lot smaller and cuter than we thought. Yeah. So everybody, be nice to Nessie. Stop trying to blow her shit up with dynamite. Leave her be. I like her so much. Yay! She's so cute. I can't wait for you guys to see her. She's pretty She's cute. She's adorable. We'll just do a little, we'll do a bunch of Instagram posts. I'll post mm-hmm. the wedding photo of the man and Mari Liud. Yeah. His beautiful horsey bride. Remember to check us out on Instagram at, at Spoop Hour and on Twitter at Spoop Hour. Yep. Um, shout out to all of our new friends and followers. Yes. And, and um, all that. W- once again, we'd like to plug the Horror Shots podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on Stitcher. It's on iTunes. Um, it's all over the place. Yeah. And again, Casey's quite great. Spooky. Casey's a great dude. Yeah. And uh, we might be collaborating further with him in the future. And um, on the horizon for us uh, next week, I think we're going to go a little bit into some of the scarier New Year stuff. Yeah. Um, and a small little retrospective of what we've done. Spoop hour through the year, through, which was three Through the months. year, yeah. <laughs> well, it was like four months. Four months. Let's, let's give us some be- credit. It was let's the, give us some fr- credit. It was the beginning yeah. of September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, right after I good. got a bad haircut. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. My <laughs> hair's almost grown out. Your fine. hair looks great. Thank you. Yeah. It's so, fine. It's m- fine. Merry Christmas. Look forward to our New Year's episode next week. Um, we hope that you all, those of you who celebrate, have a great... Mm-hmm. holiday um if you celebrate anything this time of year or even if you don't celebrate anything we hope you have an awesome december and that you're staying warm unless you live in a warm climate in which case stay cool and we just hope that nobody's gonna like steal all your organs and replace them with rocks or like put rotting potatoes in your shoes or swipe your sausages mm. hey yo girl let me see that sausage real quick merry christmas much love from spoop hour <laughs>